What's good, everybody? Welcome into a very special golf edition of the Early Edge, powered as always by Sportsline. I am the coach. We do this every single Tuesday to get you set for another week on the PGA Tour. Now, if you watched last week, we hit both of our head-to-head matchups, and that's good. That's where you're going to make the most money long-term in golf is head-to-head matches. We tell you that all the time. Now, this week, it's all about the Valspar Championship. It's a CBS uh, broadcast. You can watch it all over the CBS platforms, and we are here for that. But let's bring in the star of the episode. We know him. He's the host of the First Cut podcast. We'll be doing a little bit later on today. He is Rick G. Rick Run Good on social media. What's up, baby? Hey, Coach. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, both of the head-to-heads we got last week, which is that's that's the bread and butter, right? If we yep. do that every single week, uh, those little sprinkles that we make on the props and on the outrights, uh, that's all gravy. But this is this is kind of where we make our dough. So stoked about it and stoked for Valspar. Oh, there's no doubt about it. And there's, there's a ton of other shows that will tell you otherwise. Listen to us. It's the head-to-heads where you're going to make your money. I'm tired of all these people throwing stuff out that doesn't matter. And it's going to make you broke long-term. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. sprinkle. All right, let's jump right into it. The Valspar Championship. Now, only 10 players all time in PGA Tour history, Rick, have won an event three times in a row. Nicholas, Woods, a few others. Steve Stricker is in that category. Mm -hmm. And this week, Paul Casey has a chance to do just that at the Valspar Championship. It was not played a year ago, so he won in 18 he won a 19 and a chance to do it again this week. Kind of preview for the people at home on what they can expect this week. Yeah, sure. This is uh, the Valspar Championship. It's held at Innisbrook Resort. That's in Florida. This used to be part of the Florida swing, kind of with the scheduling over the last couple of years. It's kind of tacked on uh, to the end here, so we didn't get to it in the full Florida swing, but this is a tough course. It's the Copperhead course. That's where they get the name the Snake Pit for the final three holes, 16, 17, and 18, a notoriously difficult stretch of holes uh, on this course, and and this course in general plays pretty difficult, Coach. We've seen Mm -hmm. uh, the vast majority of the time the winner winning score be something in single digits under par and a lot of times on the pga tour uh we get those birdie fests 20 21 22 under i don't think we're going to see that this week so it's really going to be a true test of who's in control of their game when adam Hadwin won a few years ago he was kind of an outlier because he got it out to 14 under par but right. normally it's then in that 6 to 12 range is the sweet spot for this tournament and if that's the case then we know it's going to be all about the iron play. It's all going to be about around the green and who can make putts on this very difficult course. All right, let's jump right into your board for this week. Uh, As we mentioned, you hit both of these matchups last week. I absolutely love one of these you're going to give us. (laughs) Give us the two uh, that you kind of picked out courtesy of our partners at William Hill. Yeah, I was actually shocked at these numbers. I thought they were wrong, which unfortunately doesn't end up going in your favor. But the two the two that I have, uh, Keegan Bradley minus 125 over Gary Woodland. This is mostly a fate of Gary Woodland, who has been horrendous. In his last 17 starts, he has missed the cut or withdrawn in eight of them. He only has one top. 15 finish in there so it's a fade of of woodland but also we get keegan's great ball striking ability we know how great he is from t to green he played well with brendan Steele last week in the team event down in louisiana i mean this this doesn't make much sense to me that these two are even being paired up against one another and then the other one that i'm even more shocked about is brandon hagee a dog plus 120 over mark hubbard who is mark hubbard is hanging a minus 150 number that is that is a huge number he has not 
not cracked the top 30 in 13 consecutive starts. He's missed the cut in half of his last 18. I have no idea where Mark Hubbard's game is. And Hagee is certainly not uh, a model of consistency, but he pops off and he finished runner up at the Honda Classic. That's going to be kind of a similar style of Florida golf that we're going to see this week at Valspar. These are two numbers, coach, that uh, I was left scratching my head when I saw. A couple of funny quick stories. Brandon Hagee played, well, this wasn't a funny story, but he played really well at the Honda Classic when nobody thought. Remember, we felt bad for him because he shot that 77 on Saturday uh, and then cost himself a half a million dollars, literally. But then he came out the next week and finished second, so he got that money back. The funny story is you said you don't know where Mark Hubbard's game is at. Well, apparently Mark Hubbard (laughs) isn't that confident in his own game because I don't know if you saw this on social media. He still drives his 2010 uh, yeah. Honda something or other two tournaments and it's so beat up that last week they wouldn't let him in they didn't believe that he was a PGA Tour player <laughs> well apparently neither does Mark Hubbard but Vegas uh, does minus 150 yeah we gotta buy yourself a new car you're a PGA yeah, Tour so. pro come on come on <laughs> alright so let's get into a couple of props that you like. Remember, we just sprinkle maybe a quarter of your normal bet, maybe less than that. These are normally for fun, not to make money. What do you like, Rick? Yeah, that's right. Think about it. We're going from essentially coin flips to things that are paying out four or five, potentially six to one. So act accordingly. I'm going with Charlie Hoffman to finish inside the top 10 and I'm getting four to one on my money for that wager. Charlie Hoffman, the calendar year of 2021 has been uh, one of, if not the best player on the PGA Tour. He doesn't have a trophy on the mantle to show for it, but he has been excellent in strokes gain total. He's doing a lot of that through his iron play. That is something that is usually sustainable from week to week. I've been super impressed with with what Charlie Hoffman has done. I think he can finish inside the top 10. And then I'm going further down the board. Peter Uline to finish inside the top 20. I'm getting a three and a half uh, to one on my money on that. And he is a guy who is splitting time right now between the PGA Tour and the Corn Ferry Tour. But he is uh, piling up results in both of them. He just won on the Corn Ferry Tour a couple of weeks ago. He finished runner-up a few starts before that. He played well with his partner, Richie Warinsky at Dessert Classic last week. They were in contention throughout. This is a guy who is going to uh, need to finish inside the top 10 so that he can uh, get another start on the PGA Tour. So there are a few guys as motivated as Peter Uline, and there's a few guys playing as well as Peter Uline. I think he can finish inside the top 20. You know, it's funny that you bring him up because people forget that it was him and Brooks Kepka that were kind of the two guys that decided to go over play in Europe when they first came out as opposed to trying to make it straight on the PGA Tour. Brooks made it. Peter didn't really. Uh, but he's now earning it, doing it the hard way. Uh, I like this pick because I don't think a lot of people were targeting him um, and certainly didn't pay attention to what he did last week at the Zerk Classic, but we did. We did. All right, now, I want two winners this week that you like that we can sprinkle a little bit on uh, that really you feel come in in a sweet spot at the Valspar. For sure. And I should have mentioned at the top, just moments before we went hot here, uh, Terrell Hatton did withdraw from this event. So he was one of the shorter odd players. So uh, this does create a little bit of a crater effect. So I'm look, looking at Patrick Reed, who we know has won plenty of times in his career, count them nine. And most recently at Torrey Pines, uh, this, this earlier this year where he was getting up and down, he was relying on the short game. It's difficult conditions there. We're going to see the same 
type of uh, play that will find success at the Valspar this week. He's finished runner-up at this event twice. He's finished seventh. He's done everything but win. I think he has a really good chance to get it done this week. And then I'm going with Scotty Scheffler, who has never won on the PGA Tour at 28-1. to He is someone who has all the upside in the world. We're seeing the growth of his game in the last two years or so, how quickly he is maturing. He played well with Bubba Watson at the Zurich Classic last, last week, and most people don't realize how strong his short game has been over his last five or six starts. So those are two guys that I think have plenty of upside and could be the one hoisting the trophy on Sunday evening at the Valspar. And we can't say any more about Scotty Scheffler that he hasn't been in the mix, that he hasn't been in the hot seat because he has been at the uh, match play. Then last week they yeah. were at the top for most of the week. So he's he feels the pressure and he understands how to handle it. Now it's about cracking through and getting that first win. Maybe it'll be this week, 28 to 1. That would feel pretty good. All right, we're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Jeweler, thank you very much. Here is the recap, courtesy of Rick G. Our matchups, head-to-head. This is for the tournament now. Keegan Bradley, minus 125 over Gary Woodland. Then Brandon Hagee, plus 120 over Mark Hubbard. We're going to make that our Chiefs dog of the day. We can't believe that number. Then couple of sprinkles here. Charlie Hoppin, top 10, plus 400. Then Peter Uline, top 20. That's coming back at plus 350. Then sprinkle on a couple to win. Patrick Reed, who can forget the year that it was him and Casey and Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all, all come down to the final couple of holes. That was an amazing finish. Hopefully we'll have something like that this week. And then if he doesn't do it, how about Scotty Scheffler? 28 to 1, $100 bet. We'll bring you back $2,800. You've got your marching orders. Let's take every single ticket or five of the six as we have two winners straight to the pay window for Rick Rungood, Rick G, for our jeweler who puts it all together. I am the coach. Remember, this is the only place for your weekly golf early edge. Good luck.